Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub Senior Editor and Master Astrologer. And we are here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning on July 1st. All right, Donna, what is the theme for the week? What should we be paying attention to? You know, Amanda, there is a Douglas Adams book titled Mostly Harmless, and so too is this week. It's mostly harmless, except for that little total solar eclipse that's happening on Tuesday, perhaps. But otherwise, I think of it as a compassionate cosmos building in a lot of recovery time for that one event. Hmm. When you said compassionate cosmos, I literally could feel the cosmos like hugging us. All right, let's talk about uh, Monday. So, well, it's an easygoing Monday. The moon's in breezy Gemini meeting up with Venus in the afternoon. So it's a great day for meetings and brainstormings. Folks are likely to get along well if you keep it simple. Now, Mars finally moves into fun-loving Leo in the evening hours. So it's a good night for a play date. So maybe the local bowling alley or pottery painting or smash shack or escape room. Maybe somebody has a Monday night pricing special. Oh my gosh, Donna, I love your examples. Uh, do you actually go bowling and pottery paint, painting? Um, I, have, I have a child. Aha, uh-huh, yes. So I do all kinds of stuff and you don't have a smash shack? No, I don't even know what that is. Smash Shack? Oh, yeah, they should go back next to the pottery painting place. What they do is collect recyclable glass, and they give you a room, and they give you glass, and let you throw it up against the wall as hard as you want, and then they clean it up for you. So it's a place to, like, release your aggressions and things in a relatively harmless place. Wow. Fascinating. Okay, we do have... (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) People, People have businesses that make money from this. Unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's quite smart. I mean, it really does feel good to throw things and their overhead is super low because all they have to do is get recyclable bottles and people to clean it up. Wow. Amazing. Okay. We do have some escape rooms here on Maui. I haven't been to one, but I know we have them. So, all right. So Monday is play date day. Let's talk about Tuesday. Okay, so of course, Tuesday has the solar eclipse. Now, we spoke about this on the recent podcast. So basically, a solar eclipse is an extra potent new moon. This one happens to be in Cancer. Now, this total solar eclipse is at 10 degrees of Cancer. So anybody who has a birthday around today, which is this obviously the 2nd of July, may be in for a supercharged time of really processing and eliminating the stuff that no longer serves you. I know one astrologer calls it, it's the moment when you walk across the bridge and burn it behind you to make sure you can't go back to the other side. So eclipses are really like turning points in our lives. Now, it's also the first total solar eclipse anywhere in the world after the great American eclipse. Plus, it happens to be, as I said, it affects anyone whose birthdays are around this period of time. And anybody who is in the United States realizes that the American birthday is on the 4th of July, which is just a couple of days from now. So it also refers to, you know, our collective experience of it's time to purge and let go of things. Hmm. So we, we could be expecting this on the world stage for the United States, at least. I, I would think that the next, given that it's, in, it's the first total solar eclipse we've had after the Great American Eclipse, and we have a president who was born under an eclipse, we seem to be in this long eclipse season dealing with shadow and what it is to project your shadow onto somebody else as the collective right now. 
Fascinating. Okay. Um, for those of you who want to get even more detail on this eclipse and also eclipses in general, that episode that she's talking about uh, that she referred to earlier is episode 31. And in it, we spend you know, 45 minutes just talking about eclipses, what they mean, why they're important, and especially these upcoming eclipses that we're having on July 2nd. So Tuesday. And then also on July 16th, right? Is the other one, Donna? Is that the right date? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can, you can uh, get a good sense for the energy of this particular eclipse season by listening to that episode 31. You know, Amanda, eclipse seasons always signify change in some way when it contacts people's charts, but we don't always have to think of change as a negative thing. So one big thing coming up that's going to affect all of the listeners for our Astrology Hub podcast is that I am very excited to be able to pass the baton to our next astrologer who is going to be providing forecasts for all of us. And you know, I've been thinking about this for a while. I absolutely adore all the work we do with Astrology Hub and look forward to continuing focusing on the stuff that I truly love, which is teaching people how to do astrology. But in order to do that, I got a free a little bit of time in my schedule to pay more attention to my students. And so, Amanda, you want to reveal? <laughs> yes. Yes. And so, basically what that means is that we have Donna on this forecast as my co-host for the next four weeks. And then the very last Monday in July, you will be meeting Stormy Grace, who is an amazing astrologer. She's been doing forecasts on her own YouTube channel for six years. She has an audience now of 56,000 people who tune into her forecast, and um, she's amazing. We had her on the show. She was featured on episode number 17. She was also one of the teachers of our Soul Purpose course that we just ran this last spring. The audience loved her. She has great energy and lots of amazing wisdom and insights to share with all of you. So it is, I, I have to admit, when Donna told me that she needed to clear some space so she could focus on teaching. You know how you have that moment where it's like, oh, shoot, because you like what you have. You know, you like it. It works. It's, you know, it's comfortable. And yet it was not long before I started to realize that like, wow, okay, if, if there's space that Donna needs to make for herself, then for sure there's space that needs to be made in general for all of us. Like it's, it's always a win-win. When Donna says, this is what I need to be in my authentic truth, to be in a place where I can shine. The thing I always come back to is that when, when she's there, we're there. Like I'm there, you're there. It has to be that way. Because if she's in a place that isn't exactly aligned where it needs to be, then it, it ripples through the other way. So I'm very, very excited to be introducing you all to Stormy on that last episode. And we get to revel in Donna's energy here on this podcast for the next four weeks. And of course, like she said, she's not going anywhere. So Donna is still going to be our master astrologer here at Astrology Hub, teaching all of our chart reading courses, astrology chart reading level one through three. So she has her hands full and um, she's still going to be here as an amazing resource for all of us. Plus, I'm going to continue featuring her on Thursday episodes. I was like, Donna, I need to have you on like at least once a month because as we all know at this point, we learn so much from her. So that change is coming. And yes, eclipse season, it's, it's means change and that's change for us all. So one of the things that we can do is learn to embrace it and see the opportunity in it and see the beauty in that kind of change. Oh, Amanda, thank you very much. That's very gracious of you. And of course, I'm very excited to continue all the amazing work we're doing with Astrology Hub. Astrologers aren't immune to their own 
astrology. And I have a bunch of planets at the beginning of Virgo, and all of those planets are being trined by Uranus in Taurus right now. And so the need to be free to do exactly what I meant to do is extremely strong for me. And, you know, Amanda and the team have been very, very generous in letting me make a few little adjustments so that I can focus on the things that I'm truly passionate about and, you know, make that singing Uranus in my head a little happier. And I couldn't be happier the way this happened because, well, over the next weeks, we'll tell you about the magical stories behind the scenes that got me and Stormy together in a way that made it all make perfect sense. <laughs> she shows up exactly when she needed to and right when I needed her to. So, Well, and you wait till you hear, hear her magical story. So she has a magical story behind the scenes for herself about how she actually pulled the opportunity in for her. So it's, it's actually really very cosmically designed. Um, and I love what you're modeling for people, Donna, because it's hard for so many people to really make that move when it's like, God, I know there's this thing that I'm doing that's not quite right. Although I'm sure you have the same things, but it works. I, you know, I like it. I get to connect with the audience. I get to be here, you know, with the team, et cetera. So there's these things that you're letting go of in order to make space for somewhat an unknown future. Like you don't know exactly what's coming in. Sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't. And so I, th I just, I love what you're modeling because you're saying, look, I need to be focusing my energy on the things that fill me up 100% that I know are so aligned with who I am and what I'm here to do. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to let go of some things that I might like, but aren't like exactly that. So, and I think that's really hard for all of us to do. So I, again, I commend you for doing that and standing in your truth. We certainly can get in our comfort zones, but I feel like it's kind of cheaty. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to be teaching awesome courses for Astrology Hub, and I'm setting up my own school so I can continue to teach the magical things that I'm absolutely passionate about. So we can talk more about that as the weeks go on, too. So shall we dive into Wednesday? Yes, let's do it. Now, you might have had some strange dreams on Wednesday night that linger through the day on Wednesday. Fortunately, there's a 13-hour void moon hanging around most of the day, pulling your energies inward. So Venus also slips into the sign of Cancer as well. So our desires are turning toward family and nesting. Not a bad time for a day off, actually. Which, if you happen to be in the United States, you might actually have the day off because Thursday, of course, is the 4th of July. And now there's some really feisty energy governing the nighttime hours between Wednesday and Thursday as the moon meets up with Mars and a Mercury that's slowing down to turn retrograde in just a few days. So all three of these are squaring off with Uranus and Taurus. All of that is happening before breakfast in the United States. So I'm actually kind of glad it's happening while most Americans are sleeping because it might keep them out of trouble for the rest of the day, or at least a little less trouble. Because the rest of the day is mercifully without any major aspects. Only a little nice moon harmonizing with Jupiter early Friday morning. So after all of that, it's followed by a 22-hour void of course moon all day on Friday. So after this sort of little hiccup in the beginning of the day on the 4th of July, we're really sliding into this period where everything's on vacation. So you get a chance to pull back and rest or catch up on your own projects or just get some peace and quiet. And as I said, it's actually a really nice time for a vacation. Um, just do you guys put those things on your calendar? So like when you hear 22 hour void moon all day Friday, that's a good thing to jot down and just like make clear on your, on your calendar. So if you do have some control over what you schedule that day, schedule void of course, moony type things <laughs> like 
<laughs> like nothing <laughs> if you can. Well, you know, it's so funny because I've done a lot of forecasts for the last, you know, five or six years as well. But I have, I've ghostwritten for some very famous astrologers. I have had my own, my own columns in different places. And several times I've been told by prominent people, nobody cares about a void moon. And yet, once you start tracking them and seeing how they impact your life, they really, I mean, for me, it's a palpable difference in the energy. When the moon is void, everything is quiet and it's amazing. And if I just need a quiet day to catch up or write or think, they're perfect. So why wouldn't I write them down? I totally agree with you. It's like the phone rings less, there's less emails, there's less stuff happening. And yeah, no, I, 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 I'm fully on board with you. I, I'm surprised that they said that, that people don't care. And maybe because people don't understand what they are. I can see that. Maybe, but hey, we're setting, we're setting a trend here at Astrology Hub and making sure you are aware when the, when the moon is void for longer than like 12 hours, we're going to tell you. All right. Okay. Let's talk about the weekend. Okay. So on to Saturday. Now, Saturday, industrious Virgo moon is harmonizing with Uranus and Taurus. It's very close to my heart. So I would imagine that the lines at the DIY stores and the hardware stores may be really long. Just make sure you save your receipts because on Sunday, Mercury is turning retrograde. And that's just perfect for changing your mind and wanting to undo everything you just did. So the moon in Virgo is opposing Neptune a little bit later on Sunday, which is even another sort of kiss of thought it was a good idea, but now I have doubts. So your first impulse for all this work you did on Saturday might have been a good one. And if you're not quite sure, before you like make more things that you have to undo, maybe like put the hammers down and, and put the scissors down or whatever else you happen to be threatening to change and wait. Because as Mercury starts to move a little bit, as we get out of the Pisces, Neptune, voidy energy, you might realize that it's okay the way it is and you can live with it and it's all good. Mm, so, okay. So when you say, I thought it was a good idea, now I have doubts. Are you talking about the immediate thing we just did? Or like, are you talking about things that we've put in motion for the last like two, three weeks or months? Could it be some of both? Um, but especially the things that you did on Saturday. If you went out to the store and like decided to repaint your living room and you could wake up Sunday morning and go, I hate that color. And what I'm saying is before you go back to the hardware store, get another can of paint and repaint it, you're probably going to end up picking another color that you hate or realizing that the lighting was just off that day. So what I'm suggesting is that before you make it any more complicated, just let it sit and wait until your head clears and you can make a better decision in the long run. And that applies to the paint, that applies to getting your hair cut, that applies to, I mean, anything else that's kind of a change that seemed like a good idea. And uh, before you try to fix it, don't fix things on Sunday. Just let them sit and then repair it later. Okay. So Donna, um, I know we've talked about this before, but we could have some new listeners who are wondering what Mercury retrograde is all about because you, you hear a lot of different things. So can you just give us your, your spiel on Mercury retrograde and what it means for us? My spiel on Mercury retrograde. Okay. So when Mercury is retrograde, that just means that Mercury is in the season when he is going to, let's say, catch up and pass the earth from the inside lane. He's he's over this period of time, he's slipping between where the sun is and the earth is in the sky. So from 
our perspective, Mercury is going backwards. But from Mercury perspective, the Earth is going backwards. So that's an important thing to know because it basically means everything that Mercury is in charge of is kind of on a vacation or up for review, or we're looking at it in a different way from a different point of view. In Mercury's case, what he's in charge of is everything that has to do with communication and talking and making transactions and all the kind of stuff that glues together humans in society. We're in the information age, so Mercury kind of governs the whole age as it is because we're always sharing information in the internet and things. So when Mercury goes retrograde, we are more likely to have little glitches in these areas and we especially feel it on these days like this weekend when he's just slowing down and not moving because planets by definition are supposed to move. They're called planets. It means wandering star or stars that move. So when they don't move, they're doing something very weird. Kind of like we interrupt this program to bring you a special message. We are standing here, so pay attention to us. So during this period, um, you can expect what we think about to be a little less clear It's in our life to help us review things from a different perspective and to take, you know, sort of get outside of ourselves and look back and go, is this working or is this not working with a little bit more, I want to say objectivity, that's not quite the right word, but just with a little more distance um, from the moment that we did it and then clear out the stuff that's not working for us. So if we can do that, we're using the Mercury retrograde really, really well. I think the biggest difference between me and a lot of Western astrologers is that for the Vedic astrologers, retrograde periods are super strong because the planet's really close to the Earth. And if it's an outer planet, it's really, really bright. Western astrologers tend to say that when the planet is retrograde, it's kind of broken somehow or inhibited or it's not able to fulfill its full mission somehow. So people will say, oh, my Mercury is retrograde. That means I have a problem communicating. And I just go, yeah, my Mercury is retrograde. Literally, my Mercury is retrograde. And I have two master's degrees, one of which is in mass communication. So you can't say that because Mercury is going backwards that he's less powerful. He's just working a little bit different. Does that make sense? It does. And I actually resonate with that viewpoint a lot more than the broken thing. Like it just, it makes way more sense to me that because the planet is actually closer, that the the communication or the the presence of it is even stronger. You know, it's even, it's even more, more palpable. And it, it matters to you more. You know, I think about back when I was in high school and figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. And I was just, I was fascinated with all the journalists that I met. And I was even more fascinated with the, how do I get the ideas in my head communicated to other people in a way that they will understand? And it was extremely important to me. And I don't know if it would have been as important if my Mercury wasn't retrograde. Yeah, totally. Okay. So anything else for the week? Maybe even sleep through the void moon Sunday afternoon and evening and that's it. Uh, Amanda, no. You know what? As I said before, this week is mostly harmless. Beyond the eclipse, there's not a lot going on. We just have a lot of rest time to recover from those big changes that the eclipse might be bringing in our lives. Okay, great. So biggest takeaways for this week, uh, I'm going to just reiterate the theme, mostly harmless. (laughs) Uh, Take a breath. And uh, number two, the eclipse happening on Tuesday. So this could mean Um, a lot of change, a potential for change in your life, especially those who have birthdays around this time. And remember that the change is bringing in, is making space for something new. Um, So really like I recently put in one of the emails that we sent out to the Astrology Hub community, um, a quote from my Kumu who says, make a friend of change. It's the only thing you can count on. 
And it's really true because we're going to have change forever. So it's like getting to this place where we're more comfortable with what that might mean. I think that that's really where the work is. And number three, after the 4th of July, for those of you in the United States, um, there's a very long void of course moon. So this is like really great energy for vacation and relaxation and just, you know, taking some space. Last but not least, we do have Mercury going into retrograde this weekend. So the, and we feel Mercury retrograde the most when it's stationing. So this is going to be the time where we actually feel it the most. So maybe you just, we, we had a little debate about what Mercury retrograde could mean. Why don't you just observe and see what comes up for you in your life and you can draw your own conclusions about that and just start to observe. I think that's the best way for all. Always good advice. Yeah, exactly. Um, Donna, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Well, if I were to finish the Douglas Adams theme, it would be don't panic because it's mostly harmless. All right. Awesome. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, for being a part of our community, and as always, for making astrology a part of your life. If you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, I highly encourage you to do so because when you do that, you will get an alert on your phone when we post new episodes. Also remember that we're doing the little contest for every 50 reviews that we receive. We are going to select one lucky person who will win an Astrology Hub course up to a value of $197. So we have a few courses at that price point. You'll get to choose which one you want. So we very, 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 very much appreciate your feedback and love reading your reviews. So thank you so much to everybody who's already done that. And I will very much look forward to catching up with you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Are you ready to learn more about astrology, take your work with the moon cycles to the next level, and experience what it feels like to be supported by a thriving community of like-minded and like-hearted souls? Then we have the place for you. Join Astrology Hub's Inner Circle, a global community dedicated to spiritual growth, lunar forecasts, and mastery classes with leading astrologers. Simply go to astrologyhub.com slash inner circle to learn more and join us today. Reconnect with your childlike wonder of the universe and rediscover your place and purpose in it all. Join our inner circle today. Visit astrologyhub.com slash inner circle and get in our inner circle today. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.